Welcome to Transformation in 10, bringing you expert insights for navigating the transformations impacting application delivery. This podcast is presented by Tricentis and brought to life by our special guests across the quality, DevOps, cloud, and business worlds. Hello, listeners. It's your host, Emma Pete. As the end of 2022 approaches, today I invite you to reflect on some of the stellar advice given by our guests this year. We've put together a compilation of some of the top insights offered by customers, industry innovators, and Tricentis leaders to get you inspired. If you're a regular listener of Transformation in 10, you'll know that I always ask our guests one thing, and that's in 10 words or less, what's your best advice for anyone undergoing a digital transformation journey? This one always gets our guests thinking, and even though their answers aren't always 10 words or less, they are always golden. So listen up. I know you're a talker, Aaron, so this could be a fun one. <laughs> In 10 words or less, what advice do you have for others attempting to reach Tricenter's champion level achievements? Um, so I think it's close to 10. I think I would probably say something more along the lines of show your team the horizon help them believe it's achievable, and then get the hell out of the way. I think it's having flexibility in the journey that you're going to be taking because everyone's journey is going to be different. There's no consultant who can come in and deliver you a 20-page pack that will tell you exactly how to get from A to B. You've got to do it yourself. For me, for me, it is uh, digital transformation change the company culture. So be patient and establish a learning mindset with a positive error culture. That's my advice. I think very important is to build a relevant business risk-weighted automated test set for functional and non-functional topics. And of course, include this into your deployment processes and build this with a dedicated automation experts. And if you don't have them, get the right partners to do that. I have also five words for this. Okay, awesome. Let's let's hear it. Okay, and make it make it short. I would say start the transformation. Make it step by step, no big bank, and use Neoload. Actually, I want to quote the founder of 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 uh, Trisent this year, Wolfgang Platz, and uh, it's something uh, we always said, and and uh, something that is, I think, a little bit forgotten and still, but uh, so valid. So, do the right things and do the things right. That's the easiest way to go forward. Yes, I like that. Actually, when I had Wolfgang on the podcast, his answer to this was, uh, it was be very customer centric. And I guess that, that, you know, that kind of overlaps. You do things right for the customer <laughs> and then you get it right. So yeah, I really like that. Uh, shout out Wolfgang. <laughs> and, uh, I mean, what about you? Choose the right projects slash people and create compelling pilots. There you heard from incredible champions from our customers, T-Mobile, Sydney Trains, Mobilia, and Twinformatics, and managing directors from Tricentis Partners, Sixcentics, and Automators. Now then, depending on our topic of discussion, we've sometimes added a twist to this question, which is true for our next lineup of women leaders, who I posed this same question to earlier in the year to celebrate Women's History Month. What advice do you have for women who are aspiring to, you know, for these leadership roles in technology or in this software space that we're in today? So 10 words, as you know me, is very, very (laughs) difficult. We could talk about the topic forever. But if I think back, the advice I think I would give is take 
opportunities. Yeah. So really, just like I talked about myself, right? I was when I grew up in the small town, then I moved to Vienna, then to New York. Yeah. It's opportunities, and don't be afraid and just take opportunities. So it's actually two words. <laughs> <laughs> the first one is to. Don't wait until you possess all of the different qualities that are on a job description to apply for a job. Always aim higher. Um, and the second one is negotiate, negotiate, negotiate. I think it's um, building yourself a really great network. And whether that's, um, you know, network of females or network of people in functions or network of people in C-suite or, you know, different industry sectors. Ahead of our virtual summit this spring, I spoke to two of our speakers and I geared the same question towards their specialisms. In 10 words or less, let's see, what is your best advice (laughs) for anyone looking to succeed when they implement continuous testing? That's not a lot, is it? 10 words. (laughs) I would say put risk design, codeless and end-to-end in the heart of your strategy. In 10 words, could you give us some advice? Anyone out there looking to incorporate machine learning, AI ops into their software delivery, uh, what should they do? So one of the things that we struggled with, which I'm sure other people struggle with, it's probably not new, is data management. So data management is key. Where, uh, really understanding where and how is your data managed is super critical. So where are you getting all your data from How are you managing it? How are you bringing it together and coalescing it? That's absolutely critical to driving any kind of ML AI uh, experience. Now to pivot to another one of our regular questions on the show, where we get our magic wands out and ask, if you could change one thing about the application development world, what would that be? If I think about the application development world, I would focus on diversity and on understanding that we need to include all types, all individuals. We need to be a more representative set of people in the product teams to make sure we're delivering the right business value. And that's from diversity of thought, diversity of everything. For me, it's it's all focused around risk and, and really it's taking the time to understand both the technology and taking the time to, to understand how the current process is holding them back. Pharmaceutical companies leverage technology in a lot of different areas, very advanced technology. In compliance, it's kind of like an anchor holding the rest of the organization back. And it's really something that needs to change to to bring these drugs and medical devices and and products to market much more quickly and more cost effectively. As we start baking AI into the process, we're really talking about replacing what a lot of humans are doing now manually. And this will be essential as we try to push more and more software out the door to our end users. And that software is decoupled. Far more complex systems. And we have to have machines starting to do this work because it's too complex for a human anymore. And we just don't have humans to do the work. I think my biggest beef with the way that we deliver application development at the moment was at some point over the last few years, I don't know when it exactly happened, but quality was introduced as a lever to be pulled. And what that caused was we actually saw a sacrifice in quality in order to hit time, cost or scope. But 
quality definitely needs to be in the final product, especially for uh, when, we're, when we're seeing how much, I guess, the customer experience and the user experience, how important that is and how much time we spend early in the projects and the application lifecycle doing that work to then let it all down sort of when we get into that testing phase is, is to me, something that I'd love to change, but don't know how to. The tech stack today for application development is ever-evolving. And I think we have to appreciate the adoption of it. There are many companies, many vendors in our space and outside of our space that are adopting these new technologies. Like it's, it's cool to talk about running Kubernetes on EKS or AKS and, and many of the different serverless options that are available to us. I think if there's one thing to change is just don't forget about quality and the end user experience. It's interesting to note that the last two answers there put quality front and center. And I love that taking calculated risk and focusing on better representation are two wishes expressed by our guests there. I recently asked the same question with a test management spin on it. If you were to change one thing about the way that uh, testing is governed, if you, were, if you were to go in a different direction there, what might you, you wish for test management? Awareness and education, to be honest, because, you know, I'm continually surprised when we get into projects and, you know, I, I, I do I speak at quite a few conferences and I hear this a lot of teams get into a project and hopefully this, this wasn't not 10 words, right? Because I'm good. <laughs> no, hell no. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> um, so I'm continually surprised to hear folks uh, on the project management side, the product side, not understand the goal and, um, you know, purpose of testing. So to me, it's something that, you know, if I don't know how many project managers will listen to to our, our call, hopefully lots because they should be learning about testing. But it's something that is, is you know, quite frankly, missing that kind of understanding of the role and importance of test management, testing um, across the, the business side of most companies. I can't speak to govern, but I wanted to talk about how testing could be changed a little bit and how we talk about it. Uh, so I feel when you talk about testing, we always talk about pass or fail. We Are we saying it's a green or a red? Why is there no yellow or an orange in between? Like we should change our talk track of talking about confidence levels. It's not opaque or transparent. It's more translucent. Like are we more confident in the testing that we have done? So it's a discussion that we need to have as testers and uh, QA managers to, with our executives to talk about that persona change. That brings us to the end of this episode, and I hope you're all fired up to go and apply some of our guests' advice and insights. Of course, you can listen to the full-length episodes with the snippets featured here at tricentus.com slash podcast. As ever, thanks for listening. Until next airtime. 